We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. That was the shortest commercial break of all time. That's when you know you're excited to be here, people. When we are actively like, whoa, we're already back for the show. So excited to be here for the second half of the Playmakers. Lindsey Brown is my name over across the yonder. It's Adrian Hernandez. We is the Playmakers, and we are here to talk about the sports, but mostly the other things because sports are boring. Especially when your team keeps losing all these games. And when the, well, we've had one upset, but, you know, a lot of chalk right now. Yeah. In terms of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. You don't say. Yeah, so at least we had Richmond beating Iowa Mm -hmm. uh, in those terrible jerseys. I did not fill out a bracket this year. Really? Do you think that's a problem as a sports radio host? No, no. I don't think so either. It's it's weird. We're still in the pandemic. I feel like you can use that for anything. Yes. Uh, I didn't fill one out last year. Uh, This year I did fill one out um, yesterday. I feel mad I should have had my son fill one out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. It, like, there's really no rhyme or reason. The people that end up doing the best in the bracket challenges are usually those who don't pay any attention. Just like, yeah, I'm going to pick this because I, I'm going based off of haircuts. Yeah, which, you know, sometimes more rhyme and reason with that, which makes all of this hilarious. It's kind of like uh, Stephen A. Smith had a crazy run um, up until last year predicting NBA finals. Oh, really? He had gotten it wrong the past seven years. He did take the Bucks last year. So, you know, it's just one of those those weird things. Oh, my it God. You are is. so salty at Baker Mayfield right now. You're literally... What do you mean? You are quote tweeting a tweet of his from January. So, on January 6th, Baker Mayfield tweets out to the world. In response to, I, I'm guessing... Mary Kate Cabot, yeah. uh, legendary uh, beat reporter for the Browns. Yes. Basically saying that there's uh, some friction in that organization between Baker and one Mr. Kevin Stefanski, who's the head coach of that team. Baker Mayfield tweets out at 10.42 a.m. on January 6, 2022. Clickbait! You and many other Cleveland local media continue to be the drama-stirring reporters with no sources or facts. Don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table. I'm not your puppet. Adrian felt like it was necessary to weigh in just four minutes ago. Again, that first tweet was uh, January 6th of 2022. Today is March 17th, and he tweeted out at 3.58 p.m. Was it clickbait, though? I mean, am and, uh, I lying? I don't think you're lying. There's room by the for way, you both to be right. By the way, speaking of Twitter, uh, it's a fabulous place. A lot of people are on it. We're on it ourselves. Uh, you can be sure to follow us at Adrian Radio 93 and... Lindsey Brown 35, but I'm not going to be petty tweeting at people 
Uh, well, on my sports teams, but that's okay. That's why we're, we're two different we're, people. We are two different people. We're two different sides of the coin. And honestly, I'm kind of flipping over to your side a little bit as this news comes out today that Baker Mayfield. Yes, 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 yes. Even I am capable of changing the mind. If you're not changing your mind, if you're not changing, you're part of the problem. Mm, these are facts. These are straight facts. And it is a fact that Baker Mayfield did request a trade from the Cleveland Browns today. We kind of touched on this yesterday, or maybe it was the day before. He was not pleased to hear about the Cleveland Browns taking a meeting with Deshaun Watson. So it's devolved. And since then, since that was that particular signal flare was sent up, we've seen stories about Baker come out in terms of, well, Cleveland wants a, an adult for a QB. We need to have somebody who, who can handle themselves. He got the Kyler do, Murray treatment. Yep, yep, and rightfully so. Both of those guys would be my option, would be my example A and re, example B for how to not handle yourselves in a contentious negotiation period with your employer. And the Browns respond like literally within five minutes of the news breaking on Twitter that Baker requested a trade saying, we ain't trading you, bud. You're not that guy. Who do you think you are? Yep. This isn't, uh, this isn't James Harden in, in Houston. This isn't James Harden in Brooklyn. What it felt like was last night your Minnesota Timberwolves talking smack to the Lakers mm-hmm. and Cat going at Russell Westbrook. He didn't if, go at him. He, he gave him all the space in the world, actually, yeah, and then yeah, Russell surprisingly like, didn't that? take it, just saying. It felt like the, the entire Twitter universe and social media where the Minnesota Timberwolves and Baker Mayfield has been getting trashed online. Uh, not yeah. a fan favorite overall in general. He's burned the bridges that had remained still. I mean, they're like you. Since you've walked into this room, you haven't been a ride or die Baker Mayfield guy, which um, is hilarious because before, and obviously we didn't know each other, but you know, people change, like you said. Absolutely, and it, it's just, it's one thing to say that I'm not being treated like the way that I want, but it's it's the doubling down, it's it's the constant attention seeking behavior. And I know I'm I have the biggest trebuchet wheeled outside of my glass house just like Mary Mae Huvier did in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But you know what? I'm going to be slinging those rocks because I, I, I just – I wouldn't want to expedite my own demise with anyone, especially my employer, unless there was good reason to, unless there is, like, an abusive situation. I don't think Baker's in that. I think Baker put himself in that last year. I think Baker – played through a lot of pain and effort to win over hearts and minds, hopefully. But I almost wonder in him forcing himself to do that, he kind of creates a little bit of a mindset for himself that I've done everything for this team. I have sacrificed everything. And so I should be the one that should always be the apple of your eye. And however I feel or whoever feels about Deshaun Watson, the situation, the Browns have to do their due diligence and meet with people. You can't be offended like this. You cannot be. And so that's where this is getting problematic for me. That's where this is getting to be like kicking and screaming in the aisles of Target because we didn't get to pick out our candy bar. <laughs> like, and you're a grown man. And we, and we, the thing is, is that we take certain behaviors that we would classify if, if you were a woman, if he were a different skin color, if you were a different age. 
and say that's immature, that's that's uh, disruptive, that's whatever. And we we excuse it away a lot for the guys, the white guys. And so to get to the point where we're seeing so much pushback, what does that say, Baker? What does that say? What do you have to display for you who is a person who gets every uh, break go his way? And I know there's a big chip on his shoulder because I got told, no, I couldn't play at an elite level in football sometimes. But for some of us. Or Colin Cowherd doesn't like me. There's that's actual, important. Like, there's, 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 there's adversity in the sports sense we use, and then there's adversity in the life sense. Now, I don't know like, a Baker Mayfield's life story, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that he probably hasn't gone through the same things that you have, Adrian, or that I have. And so when I see the kicking and screaming about it, I, I'm almost like with Cleveland, I'm like, yeah, good luck. I, 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 everybody's saying he's going to be on a different roster by the time the season starts. I don't think so. I think at this point – these two are going to be the most toxic relationship for the next year, and then they'll let him walk. How Cleveland of it. I will say the Haslam's, uh, their private jet, because uh, you know on Twitter everyone's uh, tracking planes now, free agency time. Yeah, it seems normal. Uh, they were in Indianapolis uh, earlier this morning, so we'll see what happens. And I kind of, first off, I, I want to start off by saying, like, it, it, this is a sloppy and awkward situation, obviously. Um, we're looking at a situation that if we do get a new quarterback for the Browns, It'll be their 18th different starting quarterback since 1999. Um, That's a bit problematic, but I wouldn't say that this is like a disaster situation because to be honest, if Baker Mayfield was good enough for the Browns and for the front office, for them to believe in him, we wouldn't be in this situation. He, and this wouldn't be a disaster if he was good enough. And it's like, Oh my God, we lost him. Like, no, I applaud. I have faith and Andrew Barry, and Kevin Stefanski, and what they believe, and what they've seen. And to be honest, the writing on the wall happened a year ago. In March last season, when the Browns picked up the fifth-year option, but they didn't offer him a contract extension. It was a make-or-break season. And unfortunately, Especially like you said— with his peers getting extensions. You have the Josh Allens, the Patrick yep. Mahomes, the— like. All of those guys now, granted, coming the, off a playoff appearance in yep, a win and yep. going head to head with the Chiefs. If you want to say, well, he hasn't won a championship, then then say that to Josh Allen. So that's why he, he hasn't performed to the level of his contemporaries, and that's not a bad statement to make. And I have, and I'm going to say it again. I have more faith in Andrew Barry finding a Browns, a franchise QB for the Browns, than I do in Baker Mayfield becoming one. And I can't sit here on the radio and while the Rams won the Super Bowl and leading up to the Rams and and just salivating over Les Snead and, and the front office of realizing Jared Goff wasn't good enough and we need to cut ties no matter how much we invested in him to get a quarterback. And what the Colts are doing right now when they realize, whoa, we traded way too much for Carson Wentz. We had to pay this dude we went $28 all million. In for somebody who wasn't willing to. Yeah, and we they immediately cut ties as fast as possible. So even if this season ends up where it's Baker Mayfield or Marcus Mariota and we don't trade for Jimmy G or even get Jimmy G, at least Jimmy G has big game experience, even though I think Baker Mayfield might be a better quarterback. Um, I, I am happy Say that, that this front office. Face, <laughs> Yo, could you imagine Jimmy G and Kevin Stefanski on the team together? I might, have to, I might have to move to Ohio. And that's a that's a hellscape in which those I wasn't are, prepared some, to uh, explore. Those are some ha- uh, handsome guys. And the reason why I quote tweeted that article in January, it just puts the point in my head again how much this guy cares about social media and his standing and how he's viewed instead of letting his play speak for himself. 
He digs himself in these holes. Like you said, coming out with this letter, there was no reason for it. It was inevitable. We know what's going on. Why are you tweeting during the season at reporters and calling them liars? And then less than three months, not a year later, at least he's not taking, five, At least he's years. taking her seriously. I mean, Cam Newton didn't take the, the female reporter seriously. True. That. So, yeah, I guess that's a positive. And then the, the doubling down when we talked about the Duke, uh, the Duke Johnson um, mm-hmm. tweet about Baker Mayfield speaking out on Duke Johnson because he wanted a new extension so he didn't show up to training camp and kind of taking the front office's side. Like, hey, man, I don't know what you thought, but this is a business. And ultimately, everyone is going to try to improve the business that they're a part of Mm -hmm. for themselves and for the organization. So regardless of how good or bad you played last season – not doing your due diligence would be a problem yeah, no just matter take who the, it is. Take the Will Smith approach and say that you've never experienced infidelity in your marriage because Jada said there was never fidelity to talk about. Right? Yeah. That's that's how it works. Like that, like you said, it is a business. This is a business thing, and they need to do their due diligence on how to improve the roster in any capacity. Now, I know that Deshaun Watson is one of those outstanding cases, and I don't mean outstanding in terms of Wow, that is so impressive. What a, what an amazing individual. But this is where, well, Baker, if you're such a chip-on-the-shoulder guy, this should just go right into your gas tank, right? You, you can tweet out all you want, but are you putting in the same amount of time into that development piece? Now, I'm not going to take last season's performance or production as your – best or what to expect with next year but is what we have most recently that is your most recent tape and so for you to be running your mouth and for you to be burning these bridges like other people are watching you know that 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 it's not just people in the Cleveland Browns facility that are irked by this like most of us have the same mindset in the world of sports. That's kind of the whole problem, right? That there's too many carbon copies of the same kind of people and the same kind of mindsets and the same kind of attitudes. Well, like I said, and that's why I, I, I admired Baker to I still do because I think that he's a disruptor. I think that in a positive place that he actually is one of one of the better teammates that you can have. I'm not saying that he is a better teammate, but in terms of the prototype that I kind of place him in because I've spent a little bit of time in locker rooms, I think he can be an incredibly effective leader. But he needs to have his ego stroked. And the Cleveland Browns are not prepared to do that right now. Be that because it's Kevin Stefanski or maybe it's because just the in, in general, the entire offensive scheme isn't centralized on great quarterback play. It's that prioritization. And so that's why maybe this marriage with the Cleveland Browns, at least the Kevin Stefanski-led Cleveland Browns, was never really going to work out because it was never going to feature – a quarterback like Baker always wanted to be, but Baker isn't the quarterback that we would associate with that type of featuring either. True. And, and so I guess both of us ended up in a partnership with people we didn't we thought we knew and no longer do. And that's the one thing you hit it right right on the head. The important thing that people need to remember is Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski, and this regime, this front office is not the one that drafted Baker Mayfield. So there isn't right. that attachment. But let's not like always just say, well, they picked them and so they're new and so obviously they hate each other. Like anybody no, no, can no. make it work with whoever they Baker Mayfield is the number one overall pick. Straight up. For a reason. And he's gonna be a good fo- he's gonna be a good quarterback. He could be a good quarterback for the Cleveland Browns if he would just get out of his own damn way. And for the team to also match up on that timing too. It's mistiming, it's mismatched. And you could still force it because, you know, the kids haven't left for college yet, technically. 
Maybe it's time for one last run just to see if it works out. It, but regardless, with stuff going down the way that it's transpired in the last couple of days, this is nothing but toxicity. This is nothing but distraction and complete opposite of probably what you should be thinking about if you're going to lock them now, there's a lot of off season left for Cleveland, right? Yeah, there's a lot of off season left to let these feelings kind of quell down and for you to go do some trust falls and whatever. But when the going gets tough and the feelings get big, people usually react in similar ways, or at least within the same orbit. And so, unless Baker's doing some heavy looking in the mirror, since we all expect that, you know, from on a daily basis from our starting quarterbacks and the American ideal here. I, I, I don't see how this can be a good thing for the Cleveland Browns going forward. So you just kind of keep everything quiet. Why have the meeting had to get out there? But I guess, like you said, people are going to be tracking those those tail wing numbers and everything. It is the day and age that we live in, and it is truly a business. I applaud the front office for doing this because in a season where the Chiefs weren't as great as they were, the Bengals made the Super Bowl. The Browns kicked the Bengals' ass both times this season. Lamar Jackson was injured. Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger was a joke. Like, you only have so much time, and everything changes so fast. Mm-hmm. So to ruin a year and, and an opportunity, uh, this is a quick league, man. The president doesn't get five years to figure out if he can be president. He's got four years. Why do you expect that you're going to get five? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, an absolute dumpster fire that was started. Not It was smoldering today, but somebody brought a big – Big jug of gasoline and just poured it all over it. And since there are some teams more than others more willing to explore the evacuation of their moral high ground, like the Browns, like apparently the Falcons. It's a rumor on Twitter right now by some blue check marks that the announcement of Mr. Deshaun Watson allegedly being traded to the Atlanta Falcons will be coming down the pike here in the next couple hours. What say you, if true? If true, it uh, feels like he, lucky him, he gets to go back home, right? An hour away from where he grew up. Uh, just adds another quarterback into this carousel, joining Jimmy G and Baker. Um, I'm not sure how competitive the Falcons are going to be. Um, I don't know. Like, he might not need to be ready this year. Yeah, we don't know. That was another thing he that you brought up. We, we still don't know if he's going to be on the exempt list just because of the, the legal side of this and, and what happened. Um, he still could get suspended. We still don't know that for a fact. Um, it's kind of just like very random to me. The Panthers, uh, the NFC going to the NFC South didn't make much well, sense Panthers to me. Panthers make sense because of Clemson and the proximity. True, there. yeah, home home makes sense. Yeah. but in terms of being competitive, like the Browns were the only one rumored that at least had Things some talent. Quickly, so we'll, we'll 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 see. But I just honestly, and with Deshaun too, like come on, let's make this decision. This is kind of this has been like three days where teams are being held hostage. Um, but hopefully this gets decided. Because I'm kind of over the uh, the waiting. Yeah. Yep. The answers will reveal themselves when it is time to do so. And it is time to move on away from our football conversation and start talking about some hockey. Maybe some positive vibes. Unlikely. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We'll make our best attempt here on the other side of the break because the Golden Knights have the Florida Panthers in the building tonight. And they are going to need every single chip they got in their bag. One more time, but 
Two more segments to go here of the Playmakers, leading you up to another Golden Knights game. I know. Another one is here, guys. Stop Welcome. sounding so excited. I am so excited. Well, at least we can watch this one in person. At least I will be uh, watching the Florida Panthers bring their hot asses to town. High-scoring offense, newly fortified defensive core. Whether or not Ben Sherratt will be in that lineup, I doubt it tonight. My guy Bobrowski. Yeah, your dude Bobby. Bobby is in town. Bobby is here to uh, mess up some stuff. Bobby is here to take big gaps, to play like an athlete, and steal your soul. And it really probably won't be that hard of a task, considering how good the Florida Panthers have been, A, this season. And B, how bad the Golden Knights have played as of late. Having trouble scoring goals, and that's what Bobrovsky literally specializes in, the prevention of. And uh, while it hasn't been officially announced that he's going to be starting, I saw that Spencer Knight played the other day when they beat the Sharks in overtime, their eighth overtime win this season, which leads the NHL. Uh, I just kind of make that assumption that Bob's going to be in the Nets. We saw Spencer Knight when we played the Panthers just a few weeks ago in their building, did not go well for us there either, Adrian. But Panthers are a team that's kind of in the middle of their own road trip. We're returning from ours, but they, unlike us, have earned a point in each of their past seven road games. They're averaging more than four goals per game their last 13 on the road, which is a very, very healthy amount of production. And over six, not over, six Panthers have more than 20 points on the road this season. So seems pretty good. The ability to perform on the fly, very, very high. This is a team that has the best goal differential in the league at plus seventy five. The biggest gap I know this is in their five v five scoring. Uh, they're twelve goals ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have a couple of scores on their roster. But it's not just the fact that they're so good at getting pucks up and down the ice, as they are the most rush heavy team in this league at this point. They're also very potent, very accurate at their shooting. Their shooting percentage right now is 11.19%, and they also lead the league with rebound goals. And so literally they spend most of their time in that offensive zone, cycling that puck down low, and then when they're scoring, they're finding ways to do it on the rush or on the power play. And up and down this lineup, Adrian, it's just even if we had our full set of teeth here, like, it, it's it's a really tough matchup. It truly is because you're dealing with a lot of guys that have played together for a long time. They're having career years and have been building on career years on career years to get to this particular career year. And that's where we're talking like the Jonathan Huberdos. That's where we're talking like the Alexander Barkovs. And Huberdo, who is doing his best to create some sort of MVP resume, which I think is going to be tough for him to do considering – uh, the other names that are also in that running. But he has a nine-game point streak on the road. He has 84 points. Uh, Alexander Barkov, who is, I think, the reigning Selkie winner, one of the most attentive-to-detail players I've seen. And I've watched a lot of hockey. This is a guy who's a monster and a half below those hash marks to the goal mouth. Like, very few players attack that particular piece of quiet ice like Alexander Barkov. And it's not just the way that – it's not that she's, he's attacking. He is violent in the way that, like, he moves. Not when he, like, messes in or that when he bumps into other people. Not when he's actually trying to play physical. Like, you can just tell when people are working hard and 
are specimens that have enabled their bodies to get the most out of them, like to meet that that meeting of talent and work ethic. That is what Alexander Barkov is. And that's why he's ready to whack at any sort of dribbling rebound, any extreme angle wrist shot. And so for the Golden Knights tonight, they're really going to have to be on top of their defensive zone on multiple layers. It's not just when they're when the uh, the Panthers are set up. Like I said, we need to make sure we box out in front uh, because the Panthers thrive on broken pl- plays and following up their waves. And so they have to maintain positioning. And defenders have to be ready to be in position to physically disrupt those Panthers' cram attempts. So if you're running around out of position, if you're just running around in general, you're not going to give yourself that chance, and that puck is going to end up in the back of the net. And they not only put it in the back of the net, but Brovsky's having a hell of a year. He's having a resurgent year. It finally seems like he's settled in to Florida and that big-time contract he signed a couple of years ago, 2.57 goals against average, uh, 9-1-7 save percentage. He's won six straight games on the road himself. As I mentioned about just the team overall, Florida Panthers are responsible for the most shots on the rebound. They also give up the most on the rebound, but only 18th in rebound goals against. We do not share that type of gap in our stats. We give up a lot of rebounds, and we are getting scored on a lot, mostly because our main goalie, who is a specializer in managing rebounds in Robin Leonard, we might not see him for the rest of the regular season. But the team won't tell us that. Because they don't say jack squat about injuries. And nobody attached to the team. None of the beat writers say anything about it. Because no, everybody's too damn scared to say anything. Let alone run with anything that isn't confirmed. Which I understand. Well, that's why Frank Saravalli does it for us. Apparently, Robin Leonard's a cracked kneecap. In addition to the labrum. And so, yeah. We're in the market for goalies. Because no offense to LB. He ain't goalie 1A the way he's playing right now. And he's not goalie 1A in this league based off of what I've seen. They need something more, and they need more from their players in front of them because goalie has not been this team's problem. Yeah, the other night they didn't show up in the way that they needed, but where's where's the scoring support? Where's the defensive zone structure? Where's the 60-minute effort that actually results in some actual production? It's not good enough to just work hard and not get your ass kicked for this particular 20 minutes. How about we change that mindset a little bit? And again, really emphasize that protection of the D zone. The gap control is going to be really, really important tonight. And it's unfortunate because as I was looking at my notes a few weeks ago uh, for this matchup, I was like, physicality to create apprehension. This is where the Braden McNabb hip checks come in. We don't have Braden McNabb. We don't have that physicality. We don't have a backup for him either. This is the way that he plays. We don't have a body like his. And so the Golden Knights, again, I implore. Number seven, number 27, option A, option B, the biggest sinners of this particular brand. You need to stay at home. You need to play the gaps by the book rather than looking to turn pucks over and get the puck up the ice through the neutral zone with your feet. Your feet need to be defensive feet tonight. If you get that puck and you're able to break up that play, put it off the glass. Let our wingers and centers go get it. They are better equipped to go skate forwards than you are to skate forwards to try to get back into your defensive position, which would be easier if you would just stay. You cannot be taking unnecessary gaps, especially when we have the news that Nick Hag is not going to be in tonight's lineup either. Like, we have very little experience, and then we're replacing them with literal fetuses that are going to be out there in double time speed. 
So somebody has to be the adult in the room, Baker Mayfield. That needs to be you today, Alex Petrangelo, specifically Alex Petrangelo. Uh, low offensive zone presence. You know, if we can get down there, we need to stay down there so we can keep Bobrovsky in his crouch in battle mode. He is a battle netminder, but he can be untethered if you're willing to attack in the weirder areas. Attack those extreme angles with those sticks down, and you can get him to bite or untether from his post. We attack the post. We can get him into open space and get him rolling around. Winning leverage in 50-50 battles is going to be important to do if we're going to be able to establish ourselves so we need to keep ourselves fit free and clear to make a play and that means we usually have to be the bigger energy in that particular moment in that particular battle and that just hasn't been there so it is a true David and Goliath type of thing. I wouldn't even say it's like David and Goliath I'd say like it's Pharaoh versus Moses when we're bringing down the plagues right is like in theory if you can endure we're going to be all right in the long term. You probably specifically, like this specific individual, but like your people will be okay. But it would be a lot easier if you would just get with the program, cut out the BS, and be who you are truly. Which is, needs to be a hard-working hockey team that takes the safe decision tonight, that keeps guys to the outside, that's willing to take up space, that's willing to pick up bodies and sticks, and be an actual presence on the ice. So many traffic cones the other night to close out that completely fruitless road trip. It needs to be better across the board, especially when you have uh, Florida leading the league in takeaways. Like Vegas, that's the only stat that I can really find that's comparable between the two, other than like giving up rebounds and, and, and shooting rebounds. Like it's just, we, we get the shots, but we don't finish. Florida does. Like Florida does all the things that we wish we could well. Like, this is what we're looking in the mirror, except instead of a funhouse mirror, this is a glow-up mirror. It shows you, if you buy this makeup product right here, this is what you're going to look like every day. No, it's not. It's the lighting. It's the mirror. It's the it's the, it's the filter. It's, exactly. All these things. And so, uh, get off to a fast start, especially since the uh, Florida Panthers have scored 20 more goals in the first period than the Golden Knights have. And uh, hold on, because they haven't lost this season heading into the third period with a lead. So, other than that stuff, you know, just go play hockey. Just go figure it out. But it all starts with that 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 hard work mentality. I think it's allowed that we can score first, and I think it's allowed that we can score second. <laughs> it is, yeah, the and option is available. Retain a lead also is an option, but you got to take it as a micromanagerial uh, moment here because it's going to be really hard to find winning space, winning anything on that ice surface tonight. And so when you do, you got to take stock of it, and you got to try to replicate it over and over and over. And in order to re- replicate it, you have to simplify what you're doing. So please, number seven. It's not all on you, but it kind of is because you're the de facto captain right now. So set the energy. Pete DeBoer, you said we're going to set the tone. We're going to set the energy. That's what the coach's job is. I wish he said it the I way you just said it. freaking violence in those opening minutes. And again, it's not about hitting people. It's about playing to a degree in which it makes others uncomfortable as they watch you because you were playing with such reckless abandonment and urgency that it seems like you're out of character. We need to have an out of character moment because whatever character we're playing right now ain't the play for me, Bill Shakespeare. Not for me today. I need to ask you Hmm. about my Florida Panthers. What about him? And my guy Barky. Yeah. Hell of a goalie. 
He brought up his contract, getting paid $10 million a year. Are you talking about Barkov or Bobrovsky? Bobrovsky, uh, excuse me. Okay. Bobrovsky. Um, pardon, pardon my mouth. Uh, they, the Florida Panthers in general, are reaching uncharted territory uh, in terms mm-hmm. of success. Um, obviously, last year they lost in the playoffs to the Lightning. First round. Uh, yeah. Do you believe in the goaltending and the pressure he's going to see in the playoffs that he can continue the way that he's been playing? Man, um, I do. I, I believe that Bob is one of the best net miners in this league when he's on. Like, I, I have notes from a few weeks ago, probably around when we were playing him, and I, I, we were talking to McKenna, too, of just being like, I want to ask him, when he's on in this league, who can beat him, honestly? Because, like, it's Vasilevsky level. It, it truly is. But he's such a athletic goaltender. And when you have those, when, it, when you're a little bit more fluid, when you can color outside the lines, sometimes you end up messing that particular picture up. Sometimes we got to crumple that one up and throw in the garbage. I know we got a huge coloring book here, but he's a guy that really likes to take extreme gaps. He gives outside of his net to to cut down on angles. And so he's kind of a paradox because if you're a netminder that gets that far out, usually that means, well, if I give up any rebounds, I'm screwed because I, I have so much space behind me. Well, clearly, based off of what the what I what we just got through going through, they're doing quite well. Be that because Bob is playing better than he has the last couple of years, or the defensive core for this team is doing a better job cleaning up in front of him, or they're just spending a ton of time in the offensive zone. Like those sixty minutes are a lot easier if you're playing with a lead for most of them, right? And so you have to get him challenged. You have to get him feeling like he needs to be more. Like he that he needs to be more active in the play. That he needs to guide the puck rather than let, letting the puck kind of just hit him. Like you could see, if you watch like any sort of semblance of attempt at goaltending for the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, you'll see netminders that are trying to guide, you know, saves off their blocker into the corner and then it ends up going right in front of their net and it ends up going in the back. Because you have to let the river come to you as goalies. Like, if you are interjecting into space and trying to force the direction, it's not going to work. You have to let it come to you. You have to be a just basically a rock in, in a stream and hope that the momentum and your equipment will help you do that job. And Bobrovsky usually is in that mindset. But if you get him running around, if you get him untethered, if you make him feel like he has to back up into his crease – He's going to run around. He's going to give you space. He's going to open up pieces of that net. And there's going to be rebounds. And so the Golden Knights really need to infiltrate. That goal against the other night where we had all of those people spread out. I know that's in the D zone, but we have a tendency to stay to the outside in the offensive zone and take really long-range shots too. Well, we could take those shots. Most of them aren't going to get all the way to the net, but we need to be able to win those battles in front and out-leverage and out-muscle. And this is a very, very... Big physical defensive core for the Florida Panthers. Uh, Lindsay, we have breaking news from. We do. BetQL.com brings us those breaking news every damn time. BetQL.com, we're on the app. From Adam Schefter, the Packers are trading Pro Bowl wide receiver Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders. Stop it. For two prime 2022 picks, league sources tell ESPN. Oh my God. I mean, we saw. I hope it I didn't rumored. get sacked. No, this is Adam Schefter for real. Yep. Oh my God, you love to see it. 
You truly love to see it. The reunion that Fresno has been waiting for for years. Let's uh, let's 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 gather ourselves. We do need to gather ourselves. I mean, yeah, <laughs> honestly, like there's really not that much to gather when it comes uh, to the Golden Knights anymore. Because will they at least be wearing green jerseys today? Who knows? Same I just baddies? hope that they put the right skates on the right feet at this point. So <laughs> oh, let's get Lord. to break, and uh, we'll talk our brand new wide receiver Devontae Adams. Love him for the bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the greatest St. Patrick's Day of all time. I'm just going to say that right now, guys. This will forever be known as the plight of St. Patrick's Day in the greater Wisconsin area. No yes. segment has shifted gears no. than ours last segment and the vibe right now. Yep. This is nuts. Devontae Adams is uh, your new number one wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. Congratulations, people. The recruiting tactic worked. Uh, I think the recruiting tactic, at least the best, best one that served us, was Mr. Aaron Rodgers last year. But I'm not going to start that speculation, at least not this minute. He will be... Working with a new contract worth over $141.25 million over the next five years. This is according to the source. Whoever they are. Highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Yep. Average of $28.25 million per year. And as we know, the shared history of Mr. Devontae Adams and our quarterback, Derek Carr. I'd say Derek Carr is probably safe to be here for the next year. Maybe a couple more. Yeah, that, that extension is going to be worked on next, you would have to imagine. Do you think Aaron is in deep meditation mode right now? Do you think he's incredibly grateful? On one end, I think, <laughs> Lindsay, you're hilarious. On one end, I feel like he got swindled. On the other end, I was like, well. You played yourself, Aaron. They all were talking about the last dance, yep. and I think people interpreted it as Aaron's last dance when it really was Devante's well, because they couldn't it, afford it. It always is about Aaron, and maybe that's why. Like, if I'm Devante, like, as I'm watching that, whole thing play out last offseason I'm like I want to pitch I want to hitch my wagon to this guy I mean I get it he can throw me a pretty spiral this is I get insane. it he got me to this point but guess what I got my own college degree to chase I gotta make sure that I'm setting me up and this longevity play here isn't a guarantee with Aaron and so 
I wish I was a fly on the wall just to see what the reaction is for, for him, for Ryan Horvat at BetMGM tonight, who is a not closeted Packer fan. He pre- might go back into that one after this one this year because Aaron Rodgers' ink is dry on his new contract, and he has nobody to throw to, which is the same problem he's always had, except now he doesn't have Devontae. And Allen Robinson signed with the Rams earlier today, yep. so that market got even smaller. And you even mentioned during the break, you're like, well, maybe this was the plan all along. Maybe Devontae always wanted to be a Raider all along. Like, maybe that's true. But I do know that at the beginning of the last season that we had a number one wide receiver named Mr. Henry Ruggs. And so, as you mentioned, things change very quickly in this league. The risers and the fallers. Last week, I mean, I was saying cautiously pessimistic. I still am because this deal is for five years. <laughs> Let's remember that. And so I, I think this says – Derek Carr, you're our long-term answer, and that's the that's the regime that they're going to roll with, and I'm fine with that. It might not be their year this year, but they are a damn better football team than they were an hour ago. And remember earlier this week, and I asked you, you know, some of the moves that they made in free agency uh, before they signed Chandler Jones, which, by the way, that became official in the press conference yep. was earlier today, was a lot of supplementary and, and depth pickups with corners mm-hmm. um, and some D tackles. But now the AFC West – is the full-blown Avengers. You got the Broncos getting Russell it's Wilson. the NFC West from last year. We are, we, it is our turn. Yeah, the Randy Gregory for the Broncos, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson for the Chargers, Devontae Chandler-Jones for us. Luckily, the Chiefs only got Justin Reed, who's a good player. But this is, this is honestly, this is nuts. This is chef's kiss right here. That's what this is. If you're a Raiders fan, you now... A sigh of relief in terms of... You're a destination. We are a destination now. But not only that, like, you now know the direction. Yep. There's no nonsense about, is Derek Carr going to be traded? This, that, and the fourth. As far as we know, with this move, like, this is the route, and this is what we're going with. And McDaniels and the boys is ready. Is in short supply in this league, as we just mentioned. And so that's why, not is it just we have the vision, we have the shiny toys here. Devontae Adams is about as big of a name as it gets. And people are going to want to play with them. People are going to want to play with Chandler Jones. People are going to want to play with Max Crosby. I'm just seeing this tweet. Brilliant. Russell Wilson left the toughest division in football and joined the toughest division in the history of football. No, honestly. Shaping up to be very much true with this AFC West division. What did we send back for one Mr. Devontae Adams? I don't think we've mentioned so, that. So um, with what's coming up, Ian Rappaport, uh, who broke the news, is they're sending back at least one first-round pick um, potentially two picks, one of them being the first-round pick for this year, uh, and a player. So we haven't been the, using some them of the right details, lately anyways. Yeah, so some of the details are starting to pour in, but the uh, the contract that you said, making them the highest-paid uh, NFL wide receiver in the history of the league, that is official. Um, some of the details are trickling out in terms of what we're sending them. But honestly, if, if it's two picks and a player, that's a steal. That's a steal and a half. That's, and and – I, I, I'm kind of shocked that the pack went away, went along and did this because you just sign Aaron too long-term. Maybe maybe they have another deal waiting in the wings because I, I just don't know how you subtract that talent without having another one ready to go as its replacement. Well, I think that some of the moves that they made and released, like they released Darius uh, Zadarius Smith, and yeah. they tried. They made enough room for him to sign the franchise tag. Right when he decided, I'm not doing the franchise tag. Now they're calling Julio Jones. Lucky you guys. The, yeah, Julio Jarvis and OBJ. Yeah. are basically their options. Not the but, worst free agent class we've ever seen, but it's not Devonte. Yeah, and and Devonte was the prime jewel of this whole situation. And once he said, I'm not signing the franchise tag. 
I want a new contract. Yep. Their hands were tied. That's because what I mean. It, they couldn't I, do He anything. wasn't prioritized. And that has a cost. Look at patience working out because it was odd. Mm-hmm. It was and some of the some of the releases that the Raiders made, the money wasn't going to be available. So people were like, "Well, hopefully it's a trade." And it was a trade, ladies and gentlemen. It was the trade. If you're listening, it wasn't a trade. It was the trade. hundred percent. The trade that needed to be made. The trade that a lot of us have have hypothesized to be made, and the trade for a piece. That fits this puzzle. Much like Chandler Jones is signing, I brought this to your attention yesterday. I was like, oh, Chandler Jones coming from the, from the Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, yeah, but you know who he's drafted by? The Pats. I'm like, the, different things, but you have high-level talent coming here because you know that Devontae has to say, yeah, I'll sign here. I'll be here long-term. You can get traded and, and ride out the rest of your deal, but this doesn't really happen without saying, I want to be a Raider. I want to go play with my boy Derek. I want to go run around and pretend like we're in college again. Great stuff. Sorry for all my UNLV faithful, but shout out to Fresno State. Yeah. Because the reunion is coming here in Las Vegas. Um, this is, uh, we, we got plenty to talk about here in the future because this this is a blockbuster. This is, like I said, this is the Avengers is now the division that we're in. I'm glad this happened today and not tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it happened before the, the show went off air. Yes. Thank God I refreshed. Um, to find this out. Listen to this from Rob Domovsky, who is uh, the Packers guy for ESPN. Per source, the Packers were willing to pay Adams equally to what the Raiders are, but this this new deal, but Adams preferred to play elsewhere. Aaron Rodgers was aware of the developments with Adams as they unfolded in recent days. No wonder we haven't heard from him. Damn, he Rogers. wasn't. He wasn't on the show this week, was he? Last, no, he wasn't. Oh, last year, funny he how said, it all works, right? He said Devontae's Man, the best player he's ever played with. You're well, home for Devontae Adams fan line going forward. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition, uh, final edition of Lindsey Brown's Twenties on the radio. Pack your lunch, people. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. It's about to be a classic. We'll see everyone. Be nice to each other and yourselves. Use your blinkers. Love for the bet. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.